getting down towards the end of our <laughs> cleansing protocol series here. So still working through our book, Inner Transformations with Essential Oils, which you can grab on Amazon or pretty much anywhere. And we are on to other important organs. <laughs> we have liver, col colon, kidney. We, you know, we cover a lot of big major players and now we're down to other important organs these are ones she recommends you know how there's seasonal times for cleanses these are ones she recommends doing in the summer so we do live in a fairly toxic world it is a good idea to continually cleanse our body in fact becky and i were just talking about this when she was here the other day we we're saying how uh you know we no matter how clean we are, and then we still hear about, you know, issues popping up in people. It's just because we live in a toxic world. And Sabrina and I were talking about this this morning, getting the more people we can get on board with a clean lifestyle, the better, just because the world as a whole will have less toxins in it. If nobody was buying, not a single person was buying the toxic garbage, Nobody would be producing it. It would drop. The production would drop. The usage would drop. There'd be less on the planet. So uh, the cleansing cycle by season each year is a great idea. She suggests uh, her kind of pattern is cleanse the colon in the fall, the kidney in the winter, the liver in the spring. And then the following systems get their major energies during the summer and should be cleansed and supported during that season. So first up is the pancreas and spleen. These share the same meridian in Chinese acupuncture. That's another thing you can read about in the, oh shoot, what was the other book called, Zarina? The one where, we, where we're, we were like, what is that other book? And then I realized I actually had it. I had just never read it. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but um, she references lots of different, uh, basically every health model has a way of explaining and like following energy systems throughout our body. Um, so we call them chakras, you know, like anything, there can be any name for them. Um, and so there's lots of different fun protocols you can do based on those, like applying oils on certain points of your body. But at any rate, any rate, interestingly enough, she says doing a liver cleanse assists both pancreas and the spleen. Our liver is our major sugar balancer in our body, so cleansing it assists the pancreas, which has the role as insulin producer. And then doing the master cleanse, which we already did a video on that as well, that cleans the receptor sites on our cells, which allows insulin to get in. So ultimate balance, Sabrina, how did you remember that? Thank you, yes, that's what it was called. So in the book, Ultimate Balance, which is a little spiral bound book you can get from Discover LSP, um, maybe on Amazon too, I don't know. But um, that's a fun book. So our pancreas really likes thieves oil. Um, anytime our pancreas is just not feeling super happy in the moment, then using thieves in a warm compress over the area um, is a fantastic idea. Just remember not to use a lot. If you're doing a warm compress with oils, start very, very low. If you're reading in the desk reference or the pocket reference and it says, you know, do a warm compress with like three drops of lemon, you're thinking, well, 
I'm going to use 15 drops of lemon. And then you'll be like, oh, that's why they said only three drops. Because the heat really drives it in. <laughs> One of my friends did a... Um, one of my friends did a lemon compress for her husband and she was like, if three drops is great, 15 is better. And he, he was, she'd never done one before. They were kind of new to oils. And he was like, wow, this is like really burning. She's like, you're such a wimp. Like, get over it. It's not really burning you And he's like, no, this like seems really hot. And she's like, yeah, fine. And then she was like, oh gosh, that is actually, pull that off. That's too much. So she was like, mosquito plant in here um so she was like yeah don't use a lot unless you can help it um i can't really say exactly drew what they're saying in this book um but maybe just google pancreas problems <laughs> drew asked what would qualify as a pancreas um, being unhappy um wolfberry is another I think that works. <laughs> I got you, boo. She said, a wolfberry works directly on her pancreas. Sulfurzyme and Ningxia red juice um, yield astonishing results with people who have hypo or hyperglycemia. So everybody knows that you can use Ningxia red um, to maintain just a level of blood sugar. Um, I mean, I feel like that's a food fact we can say. I don't think that's like a compliance thing. Um, she said she has used an ounce of Ningxia red juice every 15 minutes until her blood sugar stabilizes. Um, she actually has been around Young Living so long that she used the Berry Young juice. <laughs> just still can't get over that name, but. Um, Heidi, Heidi Butler, um, when she went when she went through the stuff from her mother-in-law, who's been a young, member of Young Living since like its inception, um, that was one of the things she brought back up was a little packet of very young juice. I was like, wow, how old is this? Can we drink it? <laughs> so um, stuff I can't say, stuff I can't say, stuff I can't say. <laughs> you should read the book. <laughs> um, but Ning Red is fantastic. Okay, maybe I can get it. No. Man. <laughs> He's a big one. He's just, ah! Um, okay, so remember your pancreas um, and hypoglycemia are also playing a part if you have chronic fatigue. So that might be something to look up if you have chronic fatigue. Um, the spleen, there's an article uh, from 2005 in a in medical journal that states the spleen combines the innate and adaptive immune systems, removes microorganisms from the blood, serves as a reservoir for monocytes, which it deploys when the body receives a wound. We want our spleen to be working. Uh... Wow, sorry, I'm not tired, I just woke up, that's all. <laughs> so as, as she mentioned before, cleaning our liver in general does help with our immune system just because it's a big, has a big part in that um, functioning well. Um, the reason is because antibodies 
which work to isolate and eliminate unfriendly bacteria and viruses are primarily made from proteins and therefore enhancing our liver's ability to metabolize proteins helps the body to make these protein-based antibodies, which is also why autoimmune type functions are associated with massive allergies. <laughs> so um, there's an appendix in here that lists the oils. I'm gonna read it real quick. That helps support the spleen and pancreas. Um, let's see if I can. So oils for, there's actually an appendix with um, each organ and the supplements or oils that are for it. So for the pancreas, stevia, thieves, sulfurzyme, ningxia red, coriander, essential zymes for dill and okatea. Those are all oils and or supplements and stevia, which I don't know why that's on the list, but okay. I guess it's in sulfurzyme, so if you need it, there it is. Um, and then for the spleen, your spleen needs some lovin'. Immu Power, Three Wise Men, Immu Pro, Rehemogen, Grapefruit, and Lidum. Okay, so now let's look at our, um, and, and, and I would say take those as um, directed or whatever on the um, <laughs> package. If you're wondering, how do I, okay, there, there he is. Oh my gosh, come on. This is very annoying. <laughs> oh man, I got you. When I was up working on the garden the other day, I was—I didn't even think about putting on bug repellent to work on the garden. And then by the end, I could like see them flying all around me. I was like, okay, I need to be done. <laughs> I need to stop. <laughs> so let's talk about our lymphatic system. The best thing for a lymphatic system to function is just to cleanse our major organs of elimination because once the toxins have a way to get out, they will begin to leave our lymph glands and our other tissues, which obviously enables our lymph glands to work more efficiently. Um... It's amazing how taking the trash out and just makes it easier to get to the door. So many, oh my word, I'm all hunched over. I'm not being a healthy example for you guys, I'm sorry. Um, most of us don't realize how important our lymph system really is. I know I wasn't even really that aware of what a lymphatic system was really at all before young living, to be completely honest. We don't really think about our lymphatic system unless the lymph nodes are swollen and there's a problem. It's amazing, just amazing how much our body just handles that we just throw at it. I mean, come on, it's amazing. So proteins and cellular waste that are too large to move through the capillaries of the veins are, go through our lymph system to our chest, and then they're dumped into major, what? <laughs> dumped into major blood vessels. I don't know, Colleen's laughing about them now. Why? What did I say? Sabrina keeps popping up, making faces, and then her video cuts out. Oh, her camera's going in. Oh, that's really weird. So annoyed. I'm sorry, Sabrina. At least you have a cute picture for us to look at while your camera's not up. I mean, there's that. So, um, 
lymph carries away um, bacteria, viruses, fungi. Um, it passes them through a lymph glands for detoxification on its way to our circular, circulatory system, which then you have already watched the whole cycle. We've already talked about how our liver and colon and kidneys and everything are involved in the, um, the total removal of that from our body. So if our lymphatic system is completely shut down, we would die within 24 hours. We cannot live without it. So our lymph system needs a clear pathway for drainage. When it is full, our immune system does not, it's not as strong. Um, our body begins to act like it has illness. It tries to clear um, the sluggish lymph system on its own by raising a fever. Um, it's so fascinating because um, one of our own family members had uh, cancer and so she has um, to be very careful of her. She has lymphedema, so she has to be very, very careful of that. Like she wears a compression arm thing and stuff like that at certain times. And two times at least that I know of, I have seen where like an, it flared up like an infection and it is so fast. She goes from just um, normal morning to like her arm gets red and swollen and fever spikes and we have very high fever. And she has been hospitalized for that it's two times. Um, if it's not caught immediately, that's how important the lymphatic system is to our body. Um, is definitely a critical player and one that we want to take good care of. Really fun thing to Google, um, especially like if a kid has an ear infection or just in general to do for the kids or for yourself is a lymphatic pump. So that's, uh, I had to look it up on Google one time because I had texted Celeste because of something going on with one of the kids and she was like, oh, do a lymphatic pump. It was like something to do with um, Jacob's ears. So, um, Basically, he like, like laid in front of me and I like had my hands like behind his ears starting at the top basically and doing like this um, like massaging pumping action that goes all the way down and, and like, it takes forever, but it's nice and um, you could do it yourself or um, you know, there's different ways to do it just to like work through the lymph system. Um, Oils that we love for supporting a healthy lymphatic system is grapefruit oil and leadum. Um, a drop of cypress, a drop of orange, and a drop of grapefruit oil in a glass of water. Apply to the skin on the surface of your stomach via your mouth. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Vitality oils. Uh, if it's vitality oils, you can do whatever you want. Um, this is a fantastic little um, mini cleanse. I'm looking to see if she says it, and I don't think she does because I don't think they had it when she wrote this. The Cell Light Massage Oil Premium for Lymphatic System. It has the grapefruit in it and all the things you want also amazing for um, stretch marks. I learned from Jennifer Melton because of, I guess, stretch marks 
like have to be detoxified or something. I don't really understand. But anyways, um, it's not relevant to this, but everything's relevant to everything. But there you go. Uh, one drop cypress, one drop orange, one drop grapefruit. Um, master cleanse. <laughs> Sabrina, I'm going to go talk to Jennifer. Do. So I should take a picture of my stretch marks because um, I realized just the other day when I was looking at them just like in the mirror and I was getting dressed and I was like, oh my gosh, these have totally, 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 totally changed. I'm so impressed. So, um, and I'm not even, I'm not trying really hard. I'm like probably one day out of 20 even remember to ever put any lotion on my stomach, but um, I could do better about that. So master cleanse, which we also did a video on, that helps to clear out, just clear the pathway through everything <laughs> as we learned in detail, i.e. stay close to the bathroom with some of these cleanses. Um, if you feel like you just need to give your lymph system some real attention, take the drink from the master cleanse and do this um, drink or, or like do a mini master cleanse and this little drink. Um, just get her done. So, uh, let's see. Um, lymph drainage massages. She mentions that, um, she's talking a little bit about like some of the locations of things, but largely you can just Google this. Um, and you can do warm, so the Cisterna Kylie, not sure how to say it, um, is a very large lymph gland um, in the upper right quadrant of the abdomen. Um, the lymph from legs, from lower intestines, thoracic sources, all goes through that, drains through there. Um, it can need vigorous massage, she says. So you can also do a compress with those same oils, cypress, orange, and grapefruit, or with leadum oil over the cisterna chile. So I, I hope I'm saying that right. I don't really know. It's like Latin or something. So washcloth, hot water on it, drop the oil on it, put it on the site, um, let her sit. And uh, the cisterna chili, as we're just going to say it and assume it's correct, um, it can get really painful and a lot of times be mistaken for gallbladder pain since they're so close. However, pain from gallbladder will usually also refer to your right shoulder um, and pain from the cisterna chili will not. So obviously if you think you're having a gallbladder issue, go to a doctor. Oh, so close. Just cheering myself on over here. <laughs> um, she mentions using a body ionizer. Remember she mentioned this before, B-E-E-F-E, -E -E, the bioelectric field enhancement. Um, can help pull toxins. I don't know what that is. I'm not sure if it's compliant to talk about, so I'm not going to say much about it. Um, you can also do a hot bath with Epsom salt and clove oil. Remember, put the clove oil in the Epsom salt, not the water. So don't use it very much, like two drops. So put it in the Epsom salt and into the water. And then there's acupressure points you can use to stimulate your drainage, your 
lymph system. Um, rebounding on those mini trampoline things can be good for our lymph system. Um, Tammy, just go out and sit on your giant trampoline and have the kids like bounce you. <laughs> All right, kids, time to do some lymphatic drainage. Get out on the trampoline. Unfortunately, <laughs> the trampoline is no more. <laughs> I'm going to say, Tammy has a stunt trampoline with a hole in it, so you have to... Yeah, the hole finally gave way, so... <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> um, any strenuous exercise helps our lymph systems. Um, causes big muscle activity, intense breathing, um... Yoga, you can look up pranayamas, just Google what are some yoga pranayamas, and there's all kinds of amazing deep breathing exercises you can do, um, all of which help with that. So let's look at our heart and circulatory system. Uh, leading death, leading cause of death in the United States is heart disease and cardiovascular events something we have remarkable power to control is number one killer in our country. That's insane, but we're doing our part, guys. We all play a part in saving lives just by helping people. All of us, you know, just working our way towards healthier lifestyles. So our heart needs calcium and other minerals to function optimally, obviously. It uses potassium and magnesium constantly. I just saw somebody asking about this today. Um, I can't remember who. Um, she said a lot of times when her patients come in with heart palpitations or a regular heartbeat, she finds their problem stems from inadequate mineral intake in the diet. That's interesting to me because I always crave really dark maple syrup or molasses. Like when I'm pouring it, I always have this, I, I've actually had the urge, this is disgusting, Colleen's Canadian, so she will not judge me, but um, I have this urge to like take a drink of maple syrup. We're just like, I'm just gonna drink this right now. I don't know why. And I am really upset. Everybody goes, says how they don't like the taste of mineral essence. I'm literally obsessed with the taste of it. Like I just put it in my nature to drink it. Or if I'm drinking like a, um, like a LaCroix or something, I just want mineral essence in it. So I, and I also, have heart palpitations. You know, my, you know, my husband and um, Brian call mineral essence. What? Because I made them take it when they were had their broken legs and knee replacements <laughs> and that. And I made them take it every day. They called it Satan's butthole. <laughs> they did not want to drink it. They hated it. What? I can't believe oh you God. like it. I so, literally I love it. Like confident in ordering this. Like if I, yeah, you're just, Sabrina's like all pumped up. If I'm alkaline, I add like squirts of it to it. Cause I just, I love it. I literally love it. I don't know why. Not good. I don't, I don't know why you like it. It's not good. I think but. I, you, I think I must be in desperate need of it. Colleen said, I eat spoonfuls of black strap molasses now i need the mineral essence i know well I'm, i need to order some more i just have a little bit left enough to get colleen you and i should make ourselves some labels that say satan's butthole so put on these it would be the best i'm gonna think about that forever i love it 
I don't know why people do. I literally, can, I've always wondered, I cannot understand. Everybody's like, take it in capsules. It's so much better that way. So I was taking it in capsules. And then one day I was in a hurry and I was like, I don't have time for this. And I just put up my drink and I was like, oh, this is so good. What is everyone complaining about? I don't understand. Okay. So um, having it with that label will make a wonderful Instagram post. <laughs> Conversation. That's such a good idea. Why did I didn't think of that so that they would take it? But they would like take that first and then do the ninja. And if I put it in their ninja, they would not drink the ninja. Because I thought, oh, I'll put it in the ninja so they can no. oh, taste it. And then we're like, oh! so you know, Tammy, Annie Hauser said um that she never puts supplements in the kids' ningxia because she doesn't want them to associate the ningxia with like any bad flavors. So she said she puts it in orange juice and they have to suck it down with a straw like a competition and then they get their ningxia. And that works actually pretty good for her. I've had the kids- If you have them put the straw like further back on their tongue, not like right, in, right inside their mouth and they drink it, they don't taste it nearly the way they would if they had it up close to their, the front taste buds. <laughs> But I, you know, I know because you know I've done that for things that I knew would taste terrible that I was like, let me get this down real quick. You know the number one way <laughs> I'm to, a baby, get a okay. to take, get a guy to take oils or any kind of supplement that might be kind of gross, the best way to do it. I know because I've done this on so many, <laughs> I've had so many guys that I've done this too and it works every time. <laughs> Sorry, Colleen. I know this sounds so terrible. Um, this is too spicy for most people. Most people can't handle this. I don't know if you can. You probably can. Down in flesh. And they then report, it wasn't that bad. I don't know what you're complaining about. They're like, oh, wow. Okay. I guess so then. Just try it. I <laughs> wish that would work in my household. <laughs> it will not. Because he goes, you're more Mexican than me. You eat more spicy food than me. And I'm like, okay. And then it's, it becomes literally me shoving it at him. And then he walks around and he gags and he dies. And he's like, oh, hey, ah, all over the place. And then he won't come near me for like days. And I'm like, okay, fine. What's his number again? Five. Yeah. Wing four, probably. Six. Oh, six. Okay. But he's a Taurus, so he's extremely stubborn. Oh, drama, drama. I don't know what all those um, <laughs> magical signs mean or whatever. Um, so take cope. Be conscious of the amount of minerals you're getting in your diet to help with our heart, um, as well as trace minerals and essential amino acids. Just so you know, standard American diet doesn't include any of this. So you have to, you know, be making an effort. Um, another thing that was great for heart, obviously, fiber consumption. Remember all the way back in the beginning of the cleanse protocol, Hippocrates said that all disease begins in the colon or death begins in the colon is how he says. And this statement even applies to the heart. So taking um, more fiber each day, um, an increase of 10 grams per day was associated with a 14% decrease in heart attacks and a 24% decrease in deaths from coronary heart disease. Um, prescription drugs, obviously, are terrible on our heart. Uh, birth control pills are the leading cause of heart disease in women. 
smoking and alcohol consumption. I mean, go figure, they're not that good for our heart. Oh man, all the fun things, I'm just kidding. I've never smoked. And drinking may be fun in the moment, but it is not fun the next day. <laughs> um, it is important to watch what you eat, how you rest, how you exercise, what you breathe. Yes, I said what you breathe. And what you drink to support a heart health. Um, chlorination of the water supply is also identified as some of the worst cause of arteriosclerosis, heart attack, and stroke. And then stress, of course, is the number one cause of heart trouble. Cholesterol, however, is not a cause nor an accurate indicator of circulatory problems. The um, excitement over cholesterol has largely been determined to be a money-making program. <laughs> the, it, um, Tammy, did you, you guys have, do you guys have the untold story of milk? Um, your raw milk people i don't know if you read that book the untold story of milk is an amazing book but they talk about that huge study that was done what in the 30s and how <laughs> all of our modern data is based on that study and all of the data is completely corrupted like there's not i mean it you don't even need to be a meta-analyst or a statistician to figure that out I'm not a mouse. Oh, gee, that I'm sounds crazy. so familiar. Gosh, where have I heard this story before? <laughs> Do you know one of the most common drugs for people to be on is statins? And once you're on it, you're on it for the rest of your life. Um, our bodies make much more cholesterol than we get in our diet because we need it for our hormones. Actually, ladies, well, probably especially everybody, but I know for sure, um, including our sex hormones for cell walls, nerves, bile, salts, vitamin D, to repair blood uh, vessels. She believes that statin drugs prescribed to treat elevated cholesterol do more harm than good. As far back as 2002, she says, this is a direct quote, it was known that statins inhibit enzyme CoQ10, which is necessary for mu muscle function, and your heart is a muscle. Supplementing with plain old magnesium, on the other hand, has been shown to lower LDL, the bad cholesterol, and raise HDL, the good cholesterol, without the side effects of statins. Why the heck we aren't putting people on magnesium, I couldn't say. Um, Sabrina, is alkaline I have magnesium in it? Um, Natural Calm is another brand. I think I still have a container of that. It's probably from pre-young, in fact, I know it's from pre-young living days. I want to look and see if Alkaline has mag um, magnesium in it. Um, somebody search magnesium in YL. If you go into a shop in Young Living, just if anybody watching the replay doesn't know this, you can type in like, fiber or dill, anything, and what all the supplements that have that in it will pull up. It does not say magnesium in it. What is that has magnesium? Do we have a supplement? I'll, I'll go look. Okay. Thank you. So then also natural fats and um, oils are good for us. We know this. 
<laughs> this is not news. Fluoride, um, animal fats are important. Um, they do help prevent inflammation. Polyunsaturated vegetable oils are problematic. Go to Weston A. Price Foundation if you want to read about healthy fats and um, toxic fats. Spoiler alert, all the healthy fats are the ones we've been told not to eat and all the toxic fats are the manufactured ones that we've been being fed for the past 45 years. Fluoride is known, known, this is not a question. Fluoride is known to produce, promote inflammation. So fluoridated toothpaste is not good for your arteries. Chlorine in municipal water supplies reacts with organic matters such as leaves and twigs and agricultural runoff, which is um, one of the most toxic runoffs you can get, um, to create trihalomethanes, which are another prime cause of arteriosclerosis. Um, Omega Gis is an awesome cardiovascular support. Uh, it's Young Living's fish oil supplement. The bottle recommends four capsules a day. If you are working through health things, then do eight a day. Um, symptoms of needing fish oil can include poor memory, foggy thinking, hormonal disruption, depression, dry hair and skin, or dry colon. Honestly, not sure what a dry colon means. <laughs> uh, those, of, of course, Everything has all the same symptoms, but you know, the good news is pretty much everything has more or less the same solutions, which is to clean out our body and start taking healthy um, intake. Sabrina said things with magnesium, Immupro chewable, sulfurzyme capsules, super C chewable, sleek shake. Eyeshadow palettes, the core supplement kit, cleansing trio, of course, master formula. Okay, beautiful. Sorry if you can't handle the killing of a mosquito on screen. I separated those out because I feel like the ones in the bottom were probably like one of the things in right. that. One of the things <laughs> in there has it. Or, yeah. Yeah. Imupro. Also, like the eyeshadow palettes have magnesium. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but also I'm sure you can get Natural Calm. Um, probably I, I I got it when I still lived here in Washington. I got it at like Super Supplements, and then I'm pretty sure I got it at Vitamin Shoppe or however you say it in Virginia Beach. Um, probably well, any. they probably have it at Health Nut here. So oh yeah, recording our upline. Just gotta throw that in. Yeah, yeah I wanna go there. So probably uh, any old um, health store would have it. Whole Foods probably carries it as well. So um, a foggy thinking or depression, dry hair and skin, those are not cardiovascular problems per se, but remember our body sends up warning signals, messages like a canary in the coal mine. So before the big event, which is the myocardial infarction, aka the heart attack. Um, before that event arrives, we have lots of um, rumblings and uh, like smaller problems, I guess you could say. 
Uh, salt is often accused of being an enemy of cardiovascular health. Don't get me going on the salt scam of the 80s and 90s, but do listen to Gary Tobe's book, Why We Get Fat. If you ever get a chance, you will never have felt more played or manipulated in your life than when you listen to that book. It just is so irritating, but he talks about salt and fat in there. Um, everybody knows we need to restrict our salt intake. That's not necessarily the truth. The FDA is very persistent in saying we need to avoid salt. So basically whatever the FDA says, do the opposite. <laughs> Did I just say that? Um, I didn't just say that. Um, there is crappy salt and there is good salt. Sabrina, we were just talking about this today when Sabrina said somebody entered something in a state fair and they got second place only because there was some dirt settled in the bottom of the jar and that was because she used real salt. Uh, there is uh, clogged arteries and veins. Those are problems. Those restrict blood flow. We know this. Um, wow. So there's an old supplement called Cardia Care, and what do we have now to replace it? Cardiogize. <laughs> so we have Cardiogize, and that is a awesome, just friend of the human heart. Um, aged garlic and vitamin E are helpful, you know, if considered a natural alternative to a blood thinner. Um, cayenne pepper and then clove and cystus oils are excellent for your blood being thinner. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to say here. Um, but clove and cystus oils, those are fantastic to take any old time anyways. I love cystus and it smells amazing. So here's a little story. She says, I had a patient who under supervision of her medical doctor was able to get off all her medications, which included diuretics, blood pressure medications, and heart medications. After she did a colon cleanse, a liver cleanse, and the master cleanse. She did all the cleanses while on her medication. And they began using oils. Cardiocare and HRT, which I don't know what that is, home supplement, we don't have anymore, before her doctor then started cutting back on her medications. She is now off medications and is maintaining her heart health very well by using the above products. Do not recommend you do something so drastic on your own without the help of knowledgeable trained physicians who know how to advise you on the cleanses and also how to ease you off your medications at the right time if it is advisable for you. It is dangerous to go off medications suddenly. Many have to be cut back gradually to prevent serious withdrawal effects. And it's never a question of taking an oil instead of a medication. What we do is we just work on our bodies to bring our vitality up to such a level that somebody tells us, you don't need to be taking a medication because your body is doing what it needs to do. Not, um, finding short-term patches, stop gaps. We are finding just long-term, happy, healthy, vital bodies. Another thing you can do for your um, circulatory system is cleansing your liver. Obvious, obvious. Take enzymes, drink Ningxia Red. 
so here's a story from her, her personal story. For many years, she has battled with lupus. During one lupus flare, she was having problems with dizziness and blackouts. A dark field microscopy analysis of her blood showed it was very thick with large amounts of plaque, undigested proteins and fats and incomplete sugar digestion. The red blood cells were being destroyed by free radicals. Her doctor wanted her to do chelation therapy immediately to clear out the blood and prevent a heart attack or stroke. What she chose to do was go home and drink a quarter cup of uh, Ningxia red every hour. Within three days, her dizziness and blackout spells were over. Her blood looked healthy again. Then she did a liver cleanse and she took enzyme supplements to help heal her liver and increase its functionality. So that was her testimony, her personal story. Um, for varicose veins, which is another part of our circulatory system, then first you do a colon and liver cleanse, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's heard it a hundred times by now, colon and liver cleanse. The dirty clogged colon leads to constipation, which puts pressure on our veins and the arteries of the legs. Blood doesn't flow properly. Um, it can also lead to weak veins that can't move the blood back up to her heart. So she recommends after cleanses that her patients take flaxseed oil, vitamin E, calcium, potassium, phosphorus, vitamin C to strengthen their veins. Um, those are, you know, just good things for our body to have in general. It's also important to ensure, uh, the nice thing about something like that, what I guess what I'm trying to say is, it's not like a lot of times where you look at a medication and the question is, this is not that good for you, but it might help prevent that other bigger problem. This is just a case of, this is good for you in general and you should do it anyways, so it's a win-win, no-lose situation. Um, it's also good to ensure spine and pelvis are in good alignment, so see your chiropractor. You want your nerve supply working great. Um, enzyme supplements, she loves Essentialzyme or Essentialzyme 4. Those, you can have those between meals. Can't tell you the next thing that she says in that sentence, but it is good for you. Guess <laughs> you can take my word for it or just read the book. <laughs> I should make a highlights of everything that I can say, and then you can go back and just like read the highlights. This is the part you missed. It's also a great idea to take ICP. She suggests taking it <laughs> for your entire life, just always having it. Um, just to make sure you're getting plenty of fiber. I mean, we saw what just a 10 gram increase was doing. Um, Tammy, is your, hello, is your husband taking um, ICP? I don't know if he's on it or not for that fiber boost. Um, no, he's not. He's taking so many other things, the cardio jives and the... I mean, it's, and it's not like, it's not like yummy. <laughs> Um, he's on so many heart medicines. I wish that he could get off of them. But like you said, once you get on them, it's like the doctors don't even think you can get off of them. And because of his heart issues, he's afraid to get off of them. So, right. Yeah. He takes lots of supplements. He doesn't take ICP though. Maybe that would be a good one for him to try because I mean, you get the big jug and, and he doesn't have to take a lot to get an extra 10 grams a day and it reduces his risk of heart attack by what she say 14% and death by 24% goes down so I mean that's pretty good I mean I'm not saying ICP per se I'm just saying she was saying the fiber the fiber increase um I don't know I never thought about doing it as just like a daily supplement I always just thought of it as like a short-term cleanse thing so it's interesting to see this 
she takes uh, two tablespoons of green food drink mixed with one tablespoon of ICP and one tablespoon of ground flax meal twice a day. Wow. Sounds delicious. Um, that's also a good source of omega fatties by doing that. So I'm going to underline that. I'll have to send a picture to Annie. Sabrina, she came over the other day with her giant container of flax. And I have my giant container of flax. She's like, we're going to have to start figuring out what to do with this. <laughs> so I'll send her a picture and be like, well, look, <laughs> we can do this. Um, oh, we need to send this to, I'm going to send this to Amy too. Um, because Amy has rheumatism. That's all I'm going to say. Because I just read what it says. If this is how I feel, I really don't even know how Gary Young coped. <laughs> okay, so if you have rheumatism, message Andrea and find out which she meant. There you I do go. The picture. <laughs> um, I remember Sarah Harnish saying that she saw Gary with tears in his eyes because he knew solutions to things that people were asking and he couldn't say what they were. Um, and so it's crazy. Just reading this book, you're like, wow, mind blowing. But to imagine like this book is just scratching the surface of what plants can do for our bodies. Um, by being a manufacturer and selling of them, Gary Young put himself out of the ability to be able to say a lot about of it, a lot about it. But by producing it, he make, gave all of us the capability to go after the information for ourselves and use the products. So just leaves us having to do the work, which, you know, nothing wrong with that. She also has, remember she lives with lupus, so she used Australian blue and Idaho balsam fur for her veins. Um, she also uses Ningxia red for her veins. I'm taking a picture of this to send it to Colin and, um, there's at least two other people I know on our team that have lupus. So, oh, can't read that either. Oh my gosh, this is so annoying. There's a lot of good stuff in this book, you guys. She talks about blood clots. You'll, I literally, I'm not even going to risk saying what she says. So you'll have to just go. I think at this point, I need to buy two copies of every book. One copy for me to read and put my highlights and notes in. And another one for me to go over and highlight the stuff that I'm okay to say so that yeah. when I go through it, it'll be like highlighted and I won't feel like, I like won't accidentally It'd be like reading those letters from the military. <laughs> Sis, this is so good. So where they blacked me. out the stuff they didn't want you to know? <laughs> yeah. My, my, once at my grandma, she bought me this book that... Not my grandma that raised me, my other grandma. She bought me this book about horses. And in the very beginning, there was a whole bunch of stuff blacked out because it was talking about evolution and they didn't want me to know about it. <laughs> I know. I remember that. So, yeah, I totally, I've experienced that in my life. It's like, it's frustrating, but I mean, it is the way it is. Um, a stomach and small intestine is up next. Uh, I'm going to just skip right ahead to, we all know the issues that could come from those stomach and small intestine. We did go over it somewhat over our other, um, our other posts or our other videos. Um, 
Oh, man. What can I even say? <laughs> so chemical compounds, there's drugs that are often taken to combat um, heartburn. Uh, the chemical compounds in the drugs facilitate yeast growth. Candida is normally kept in check by our acidity, but it can colonize in our stomach under conditions of low acidity. Our stomach is supposed to be fairly acidic, the hydrochloric acid in our, our hydrochloric acid in our stomach. Um, so uh, with low acidity, following the consumptions of sugary foods causes foaming as yeast feeds on it, which creates pressure on the cardiac sphincter and more acid reflux. So you've always heard um, candida can go so far as to take up resi residence on the esophageal valve thanks to low stomach acidity and prevent its proper closing. Then you get even more reflux. So we've talked about how lowering the acidity in your stomach can actually give you more acid reflux. That's part of the reason why. Um, I don't know if this is like an approved <laughs> device for lowering um, or dealing with heartburn, but it worked for Gary because he used to have heartburn all the time. And I made homemade pickles all the time with raw apple cider vinegar. And he one day just grabbed a quart jar and drank the vinegar out of the jar. And so, sounds really disgusting, but. So then um, he did that a couple times when he had heartburn. And at some point he's, he's really just never had it again. That was years ago now. But um, she also suggests a supplement called Betaine or Betaine HCI, it's spelled B-E-T-A-I-N-E, -E, and the oh, H-C-1, sorry. She said it's at most health food stores. Also, Alkaline, number one, premium, very great, very good. <laughs> so, uh, consumption of aspirin, alcohol, cigarettes, and co coffee is often to blame for stomach acid systems. That needs to be addressed first or symptoms, not systems. Um, American Medical Association has warned that people using common drugs that suppress stomach acid have an increased risk of fractures, serious intestinal infections, and pneumonia. So usually when we take a drug for one problem, we're giving up something else, another body system has to give. Just like we were talking about working on projects somewhere in the house. If you're going to work on a project, then you're not doing the laundry. <laughs> so the solution to that is to have more people working on projects, right? And that's the same way it is when your body. The solution is to not just reallocate the tiny amount of health to somewhere else. The solution is to have more health just in all the systems. Hello, Michael. Hello, Aurelia. Where's Seamus? running around somewhere are you waving your thumb <laughs> oh she's holding a toothbrush or something <laughs> that's hilarious um she's the one taking the notes oh are you taking notes thank you yes take good notes we almost called you today for your notes because me and sabrina were trying to find one of the zoom calls and sabrina's like just ask colleen she probably knows where it is i was like you know what that's a great point <laughs> All right, um, nighttime incidence of acid reflux can be reduced by refraining from eating after dinner, 
you can, um, if you have heartburn from spicy foods, you can sniff wintergreen or peppermint oil, or you can take a drop of peppermint oil in a cup. I, I'm not sure if, that, I think that's fine to say. Um, our small intestine, liver, and pancreas are responsible for sending enzymes to the upper part of our small intestine. And enzymes are a big factor in digestion. If we don't have enzymes, we can be literally starving and suffering all manner of nutritional deficiency diseases, even though we're eating a lot of food. So this is one reason why Gary Young harps, like freaking harps on taking enzymes. Like he harps on it. It's, it's ridiculous. And he actually, um, he stops eating a couple hours before bedtime and he takes, he said, obviously he doesn't anymore, but uh, he has an incorruptible body now, but he would take 10 or 15 detox time before bed. And that is alleged to get you into the fifth stage of sleep, I believe it is, which is very rare for people to actually be able to achieve. It's like beyond REM um, and it's supposed to be more restful um, in a shorter span of time. And I pretty much only had ever heard of it spoken about in terms of like yoga people before. So that's pretty interesting. Um, but you can't get there if you have much food in your stomach because your body's working so hard on breaking down, digesting, transporting, and shuttling food to all the different places that you just, you're not resting as much as you were. Um, it's so interesting to me learning all this now because Back before I knew anything about health, I was really into doing periodic fasts. And even though I didn't like fasting per se, because I like food, let's just be honest, I like to eat. Then like the longest one I did was five days. And I remember that the thing that I loved about it was I have never had in my life such deep sleep ever and i remember just like swimming up out of the sleep and just being like this is incredible and i wish that i could experience this normally not having to be on a fast and um even though i was always super excited to get to eat again and you know go back like ease back into normal meals post the fast or the cleanse I always kind of regretted and hated it at the same time. I was like, I wish I could just stay in this state where I can get into these really incredible deep rest patterns. But we'll also say that cleansing and fasting can be really exhausting, probably because I don't do it very frequently. Um, people I know who do more frequent and more intermittent fasts like gain a lot of energy from it, but I, it, it can be exhausting. So, um, just a note to be noted. So let me just give you one or two sentences on small intestine bacterial overgrowth and gallbladder and then we'll be done. So um, small intestine back bacterial overgrowth, um, insufficient acidity can be a contributor to that because microorganisms and that's mainly yeast that should only be in a very small amount. Um, have just multiplied beyond what they normally would be. So colon cleanse and master cleanse can help out with just feeling better <laughs> and being happy again. Um, the symptoms of SIBO, our um, small intestine bacterial overgrowth, are abdominal bloating, 
belching, gas, abdominal pain, cramping, constipation, diarrhea. Um, leaky gut symptoms are a big sign of SIBO, and those can range from food sensitivities, headaches, fatigue, skin issues, mood issues, asthma, joint pain, even seasonal allergies can be um, a symptom of a leaky gut. Um, Tammy, your sister is like super into that, and I learned a lot from her. It's very intense. <laughs> um, we're back to the good old-fashioned rectal injections again. <laughs> Here we are again. <laughs> uh, um, the best way to use essential oils um, for our intestine is um, that way. <laughs> Uh, for for that's for the large intestine or colon, but for the small intestine, it's best to take them um, orally. Um, shoot, um, Melrose is an oil. Just gonna say Melrose is an oil. Yay, it's a blend. So you can take a uh, capsule with 25 drops of an oil three times a day. Use whatever oil you want. <laughs> Sabrina, is your camera going in and out? Um, you could do 15 drops of an oil in a tablespoon of coconut oil, flaxseed oil, cream, another really fatty oil. Um, just so there's something to help, something fatty enough to help the essential oil get past your stomach, survive the hydrochloric acid and into the small intestine. So you could do it in a smoothie. You could do, um, you could do that with some other oils as well. Um, one, of those oils is famous in the Bible because Solomon built a temple out of it. And then the other oil is what everybody associates dirty hippies with. So I'll let you figure that out. Um, hot oils such as thyme vitality, lemongrass vitality, these need to be more diluted, seven drops in a tablespoon of coconut oil before taking them internally. Trust me, ask me how I know. Hmm, I was there, I took thyme oil. Um, or rectally, <laughs> or in a smoothie, or just, you know, chug it, chug a tablespoon. I can absolutely not imagine doing it, and not in a capsule. I mean, you can try it and find out. I mean, that's a, that's a hot oil. <laughs> so she suggests with any of these oils, follow your protocol. Um, 25 drops in a capsule three times a day or 15 drops in a tablespoon or seven drops in a tablespoon of coconut oil or flaxseed oil. Um, follow your protocol on just until your um, systems feel fantastic and all the things that are telling you your systems are not feeling fantastic, stop. Um, she says that this may include losing inches of bloat off the abdomen. Stress is a huge problem with our um, digestive system. You guys, everybody knows that our digestive system is plugged into our stress. <laughs> Sucks, but it is. Um, there's natural ways of dealing with stress, starting with just literally smelling some calming essential oils like Peace and Calming or Valor or Stress Away, um, just for coping with the emotions. And the last but not least, we have the gallbladder. This is a close associate to our liver. Um, cleansing our liver actually also cleanses our gallbladder, so that's fantastic. Technically, our gallbladder would be cleansed in conjunction with the liver during the spring, 
you usually don't have to do any targeted cleansing to it, but she just stuck this in here to give us a little, like, like literally doing the liver cleanse is a gallbladder cleanse also. So it's like a twofer, but she just wanted to give us some details here. There are some techniques for draining and cleansing our gallbladder. Um, for gallbladder health in general, take Leadum oil periodically. So I don't know how periodically that means, like weekly, monthly, but um, Juvaflex is an awesome oil blend that um, is great for our gallbladder. I'm just going to not read that sentence at all. Um, you could take it internally. Uh, you could take it as a compress. We do have a Juvaflex Vitality. I think that was the promo last month. I can't remember. But um, you can take it internally. Um, remember sometimes what seems like a gallbladder attack if it's not referring up to your right shoulder. It could just be the cisterna chili. I really don't know how to pronounce that. And it really bothers me. Um, a gallbladder flush is um, drinking apple juice for several days, followed by blah, Epsom salts and an olive oil grapefruit drink. Well, that sounds disgusting. Um, she said she knows a couple of people who have successfully used this flush to clean out gallstones, which can, uh, someone was just telling me the other day that it's a recurring thing for them. So maybe I should try and remember who that was and send them that. Um, some doctors re recommend against it because it has the potential to force out large stones that can get stuck in the bile ducts. So um, I guess if you have teeny tiny ones all the time, maybe that's the way to go. Not sure. Never had them. Don't want to say. Um, another concern with the flush is that the potential for the magnesium in the Epsom salts to depress the heart rate too much, which obviously you don't want to do. So you can take Leadum and Juva Cleanse just to support your gallbladder before and after and during if you're doing um, the gallbladder flush. And keeping your bowel and your liver cleansed so it has an easy outlet. Hello, it's just a good idea. Let's just keep everything clean. And we'll close with um, her case history. I like having her case stories since we can, or case studies, whatever, since we can talk about people's personal testimonies. So she said, Elizabeth came to my office after a severe traffic accident. I taught her about natural healing. She told me about her health problems. She had been on erythromycin for 12 years as a pain in her for a pain in her chest and felt if she went off the antibiotic, the pain in her chest would come back because she didn't know what it was. She was on nine different medications for congestive heart failure, which included heart medication, blood pressure medication, and a diuretic. She called a DO friend of hers, um, this doctor did, who also works with Young Living Oils, gave him the list of medications and asked him if he thought it was possible to use cleanses while on these drugs. He said it was indeed possible and encouraged her to go on a colon cleanse and a master cleanse immediately. She agreed to do it. Um, this doctor says, I also put her on CardioCare, AKA CardioGize, and HRT, AKA not sure what that is. I asked her to go to her medical doctor and talk to him about taking her off the antibiotic and the diuretic. She did so, and he agreed to let her go off those two drugs. While on the master cleanse, she began to lose a lot of water. In fact, she lost so much water that her swollen ankles came down to normal size again, something that she had not experienced while on the diuretic, interestingly enough. She never had another problem with the pain in her chest, and she eventually was able to go off all nine medications that she had been on. 
I had her do a yeast cleanse following closely after the other cleanses because she had been on so many medications for so long. Most surely the acid in her stomach was totally off. So she loved the master cleanse so much that she would repeat it for one week out of every month just to make sure that her body didn't accumulate water or toxins. And that is the other organs section for summer cleanses.